Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. These people need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Um, I guess I'm in charge this week. It's my turn. I'm not feeling well. I was going to say, you poor thing, you don't sound so hot. I still look hot. So it's you still look hot. Yeah. Well, welcome to Walkers and Talkers episode... 165. 165. Wow. Yeah. It's like 160 for you. my job. You did. Congratulations. <laughs> and I watched the episode. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Yes. We're sorry we didn't get an episode last week for you after the finale. Yeah. Uh, but we had... Uh, we were all doing things. Yes, we were. Got some things. I went to Disney World. Went to the I Star know. Wars area. Amazing. So there's two rides at Star Wars. We went on the first one, which is a Millennium Falcon ride. And the second one didn't open until three or four days after we were there. Wow. Like, damn it! Oh. But we were first. We got there at like seven in the morning. Oh, my God. My middle daughter and I got there first. My uh, other kids and my wife were uh, doing whatever they were doing. They had to go do something at uh, guest services. So like, you guys go. Get as close to the front of the line as you can, and we'll join you. We'll get on the line Uh-oh, with you. Uh-oh, how did that go over? Well, so we got there. We were like, I don't know, there's maybe 200 people in front of us <gasps> on Main Street. Wow, already? On the Main Street Whoa. at Hollywood Studios, whatever the Main Street is. Yeah. And so by the time we walked to Star Wars Land, which is like a 10-minute walk, we had chiseled our way to the beginning of the line. Okay. So we were in the head of the, the group. Okay. So we got on the ride before they ever caught up to us. Oh, my God. So it was fine. The ride was good. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. Oh, it wasn't like, oh my God, Star Wars. Land. You know what? It was so early. 
that the like the cantina wasn't really open and oh yeah so it looks great you feel like you're in the world of Star Wars okay but the one ride was like okay we did it yeah. it's fine well, at least you did it I wouldn't have waited four hours for it yeah it was fine yeah and it's it's distracting because you're in the Falcon. And you're sitting six in a seat, whereas the Falcon had the two seats in the front. Oh, okay. So if you get those two seats, you're working the controls. Okay. And you're looking at that honeycomb-type nose mm-hmm. on the Falcon, right? It's like a window with like a lot of yeah, yeah. Little, little windows. But if you're in the second the, the second or third row, you're supposed to like hit buttons when they tell you to hit the buttons. What happens if you don't hit them? Like you lose points and you get damaged oh to the God, shields geez, and whatever. This is so you're pushing the buttons, which are off to your right or left, off to the sides. Okay. So you can't watch the movie, the 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 reality going, oh the God. virtual reality. I'm stressed out just thinking so about this. You're like, you're like, it's like, it would force the shields. So you turn your head to the side. Yeah. To push the blinking buttons. Oh my God. But you're not enjoying the ride. Oh. So you're like, oh, so I'm pushing buttons. This very, is too intense. Very disappointing. <laughs> the cool thing is, stormtroopers lead you from the spot on the beginning of the crowd. Yeah. You follow behind the... Dun, 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 that is dun, really dun, cool, dun, though. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. So that part's cool. Yeah. And you walk by the, the Millennium Falcon. There's a huge replica of it. Okay. The whole area looks cool. Yeah. The ride, I don't know how good the second one is. Okay. Because I wasn't there for it. Yeah. Three so days later. I'll give you a full rundown on the Brooklyn Boys podcast this week. But that was my little uh, tidbit. Okay. And uh, you had a good Thanksgiving, I hope? I did. Yeah, yeah it was low-key. Low-key. Yeah, good. I needed that. Not Loki. No, not Loki. Just, just Loki. Yeah. Every time somebody says Loki, I'm like, it's Loki, Tom Hiddleston? <laughs> You'd be cool with that if Tom Hiddleston showed up. It'd be fine. Be fine. Because he charges what, two hundred dollars for a photo? <laughs> yeah. Two fifty, oh, whatever. Two fifty. Yeah. So five hundred right. for a pick and uh Right. How much did you pay for Michonne? Uh one twenty five. Okay. So you could have gotten two Michonnes. Uh, I, did. I don't think Tom Hiddleston's worth two Michonnes. I don't I don't think so either. No. I would I would have rather paid that for two Michonnes. Right. I know it's Deny Guerrero. You're like, eh, name's not Michonne. Deny Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's talk about uh, the mid-season finale. Ooh. I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Uh, and by the way, thank you everyone for sticking with us for the extra week. Uh, a lot of you tweeted at us like, hey, when are you guys going to put the episode up? They still want the episode. And I, I had originally, so I'm going to tell you guys a little something. I didn't contact all of you. Yeah. Because I can't. There's thousands it's and thousands lot. of you. But I did reach out to people who frequently comment and who had commented on last week's on the on the midseason finale. Yeah. And I asked you guys for your phone numbers. Jamie was out last week. Mm-hmm. So my intention was to use you guys as co-hosts and uh based on the comments you made, when I got to that part of the show the episode, I would call you and, and then talk them, to yeah. you. Which I know sounds like really I would hope you think that's cool because I would have really enjoyed talking to you guys. Um and then you guys would have been the co-hosts. But I couldn't get the studio and I I'm still sick. Yeah. So uh, I was starting to get sick before Disney. Now I'm like full blown uh, sick again. Yeah. My second uh, whatever. I know illness. you were sick not that long. Yeah, I've I've have, I have never had a cavity, but I get sick a lot. Uh, this balances the universe balances balance. it out. So I apologize for those of you that I got your phone numbers, but we'll do something in the future, and I have your phone numbers. Not like I'll he's get trying your to replace number. me, guys. Do you hear this? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, then I have to get like miscellaneous, like Marcus is crying, <laughs> Janovic's crying. I don't, you know, Tanya's crying. I can't do that. No. You guys, so I apologize because like he didn't call, and I said I still might call this week. I can't. I'm sick. I yeah. don't have the mental capacity. It's a lot. All right. So the episode opened up with the backstory for Dante. Alpha's telling Dante that she needs a spy. I don't care about your past. None of that matters. You did a good job at the barn. 
when Ooh. she held down Ooh. he held down Sadiq. Yeah, that was sick. I need something more. I need eyes and ears inside their walls. Especially because Lydia doesn't know who he is. Right. Some practical, somebody practical, loyal, someone I can trust, someone smart, someone that they'll trust. She was laying it on thick. My daughter doesn't know you. So she says, find some strangers and join them. So you see him hit some kid over the head while he's collecting wood. God. We don't know what happened to that kid. No, we don't. Then you see him dressed as a whisperer. Yep. And then as soon as he sees some people from Alexandria... He, like, rips off the Whisperer costume. He takes off the Whisperer mask and the, the cloak. It's like a bodysuit thing. And pretends he's running from them and needs help. Yeah. Now, I'd have to say, where, what's his backstory? How does he explain he was just in the woods 10 years into the apocalypse? I know, and help me, help me. Like, where'd you come right, from, all sir? My friend, now, where okay. did you come so from? So on Talking Dead, I think the question was, if I remember correctly, speaking of stupid questions... The guy asked... Oh, wasn't uh, it, what does it feel like to wear a walker yeah, mask? Yeah, what did it feel like to wear a walker mask like and uh, and, uh, and, 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 the, and the costume? Dumb. Well, first of all, who cares what it felt like to wear a tunic that he took off in two seconds? <laughs> and as far as the mask, he wore it for eight seconds of screen time, if, yeah, if, if at all. Yeah. That's like, what was it like eating that chicken sandwich? <laughs> Stop with the you dumb... That you had one bite with. Now, he went on on Talking Dead to explain he picked out his own mask. He did, it was a whole thing. Yeah, that wasn't that was the question. Cool. The question was, what was it like wearing them? What was the experience? I wore a mask. Dude, everybody was worn a mask in their life. I wore a turkey on my head at the friend's pop up store. <laughs> like, that's a better yeah. situation. <laughs> no, what kind of mask you had? All right. So he gets with this group. But those people weren't from Alexandria. No, I was like, who are these people? They were just some people. Uh, they were just randos. So right, so he just happens to run into randos. They did help him though. So but... where where were these randos? It was like Magna's group, like just walking around. Yeah, just walking around, and he's like, "Help me!" Where's that rando group from? And he runs into them, but Alexandrians don't. And he killed them. Who knows? So where are they? No, well, no, no, no. They showed that. Oh yeah, they did. They did show that. Yeah, you should watch the show. It's good. I did. I saw it like two weeks ago, but. So. A bunch of nobodies that we still don't know who they are. A bunch of nobodies. They join him. Red shirts. They let him in, right? They kill all the walkers yeah. for him. And I guess he pretended he was a doctor for them too. Yeah. And somehow he gets them to go to Alexandria like, oh, why don't we go this way? Oh, that's what it was. Yes. And then they all go in and uh, they show Sadiq checking up on them, making sure they're healthy. And then you, sh- you see Dante putting notes in a tree. Oh, yeah. For this Alpha. little box. Yeah. You see, he's the one that painted Silence the Whispers because mm. he was trying to get people upset. Yep. So I was thinking, remember when Rick used to test people and ask them questions? Yeah. We don't see that yet. Later on in the episode, we see that there was a questionnaire. Uh, they showed Dante making the water look like the filter was on, but it was oh, off because he bent the handle up. He bent the handle so it looked like it was filtrating, but it wasn't. Then they show him smothering Cheryl, the old lady. She was so nice to him. I know. They were flirting, and then he just killed her. So they killed her. Alpha says, when you're done, I'll welcome you home, and you'll have a special place in my heart. Jeez. It's like a cult leader. Like, oh, She's sick. I promise you'll be special. He's okay. Okay, bald lady. Oh, God. All right. So he seems to be remembering this like as a flashback right after he killed Sadiq, so that we get to see what his journey was getting there. Yeah. He then bends down to check to make sure Sadiq is dead. He closes Sadiq's eyes, which is ironic because he wanted him to keep his eyes open. Yep. Uh... And then he's about to stab him in the head to kill him, for real, like he doesn't yeah. reanimate as a knock on the door. It's Rosita with the baby. And there's that. Dante speaks to her in Spanish. She's like, everything's okay. She's like, looking for Sadiq. And he's like, oh, we're having a hot romance, didn't you know? That that awkward humor thing. Yeah, like, the, oh, he's so awkward with that. And uh, 
And he just like he laughs it off. He's like, oh, you just missed him. Actually, he says he got called to some some kid, like the Johnson kid or whatever yeah. it was. I'm like, so couldn't she check that? Like when you give a name that specific, totally didn't didn't make any sense. Anyway, he says you just missed him. He says, can I help you with anything else? And she says, no. And uh, she starts getting suspicious. Yeah, there was a look in his eye. And I don't like... know if he she saw the knife that he was holding because he was going to kill Sadiq, but uh, he takes the knife out assuming that she saw it yeah, and starts walking towards her. She goes for the knife after she put the baby in the tub. Yeah, oh my God. They fight. Sadiq reanimates. Holy crap. And starts walking towards the baby. I know. I'm like, it's going to eat it. She throws Dante off and somehow, even though she's been sick and weak, she grabs the knife, stabs him in the shoulder. She runs back in to protect the baby and instantly realizes that Sadiq doesn't stop and stabs him in the head. She had no choice. She had no choice. No, I thought that was, you know, pretty awesome. Although I guess she's not sick and weak anymore. And I was going to say, even though five minutes earlier she couldn't get out of bed herself, but right. now she's taken on uh, right. walkers. That was all before the credits. Yeah, yes, I was. Now, uh, Gamma comes to visit Aaron. She asks if the baby's still alive, the one they rescued at Hilltop. She said, that's my nephew. Did you give him a name? Because my sister couldn't. And Aaron says, yeah, the baby's name is Adam. And no, you can't see the baby. You He's left like, the baby to would die. You, why would you? He goes, what are you, crazy? Like, why would we let you see that baby? You left it for dead. Right. She says, I can. I have information for you. I'll trade you if I can see the baby. I promise I'll give you the information. He says, I'll listen to what you have to say if it's true, and then we can talk. Like, I like that he did that. He's like, yeah. oh, trust but verify. Gamma says, she's the only family I have left. Yeah, because she killed your sister. Yeah. Aaron says, you better tell the truth then if it's important you to meet the kid. Yeah. And take your mask off. So she takes a mask off. She says, my name is Mary. Before all this happened, I was Mary. Back at Sadiq's house, Daryl is punching Dante in the face. Love it. And Rosita's just standing there watching. Uh, Dante says, the whole world is ridiculous. People are getting eaten. Nothing matters. And as soon as you realize that, you'll be better off. Jeez. Like, this is why I did it. Father Gabriel says, if you were going to kill Sadiq, why did you put him through all of that at the barn? Why did you make him watch? Yeah. If you were just going to kill him. And he says, I liked Sadiq. It wasn't part of the plan. He found out who I was. I had no choice. So Carol says, what plan? Like, you have a plan? Yeah. And Dante says, my plan was to increase paranoia. The paranoia you feel for us, which would push you into bad decisions. He says, I can't wait to watch you rip each other apart, fighting over what to do with me, just like you did with Negan. Oh, God. Father Gabriel says, you want a public reckoning? And he says, yeah, you have to give me one because that's what's right. You have to give me like a you have to give me a trial. Oh, F you. Dante says, You got something out of me. I worked as a doctor for you. He says, Didn't all those uh heads on spikes not teach you people anything? Oh my god. He goes, didn't it teach you people aren't kind? So Aaron uh is sitting there questioning himself. Uh he says, um, he says, You've been here for months. How did we not know? Right, he's like, how did we not None understand? None of them knew. Aaron tells Darren and Carol that Gamma told him where uh, where Alpha keeps the herd. And Daryl says, we need to make sure she doesn't find out that Lydia's gone. Because the, the deal was, we won't kill you, protect my daughter. Yep. So Daryl says, how can we trust Gamma? And Aaron says, well, we, you know, we have her nephew. She wants to see the baby, so I think we're good. So he thinks... Daryl confronts Carol about what happened in the woods with Lydia and why she didn't come back with her. 
He says, you know, she's our shield. She protects us by having her here. And Carol says, I brought her so one of them could see that Alpha lied to them and then helps us. And he says, yeah, but you should have told me. It's like he's in Daryl's in charge of her. Yeah. And she's not telling, she's keeping a lot of secrets. Right. Uh, Scott, you remember Scott? He's the guy in real life who's married to uh, Shaniqua Martin-Green. Yep. He's the guy from Alexandria who keeps popping up. Yep. I gotta be, I gotta believe he's dead soon. I gotta yeah, believe. Yeah, married to Sasha. Yeah. Um, he's escorting a cart with Michonne and Judith and Luke from when they left the episode before. Diane and that long-haired guy, I don't remember his name. Marco. Marco, thank you. Uh, they're protecting them. He sees uh, some tracks. He's like, I think those are, uh, it's only one person. He said they're not, they're not walker tracks. Probably Lydia. Well, yeah, or it's a whisperer. Or a whisperer. Right. Gone solo for Somewhere a near Oceanside. Yep. Uh, they go, it's probably Virgil, because we see Virgil like five minutes Very later. Very true. They go into a library uh, to scrounge for supplies. Someone calls on the walkie and tells Michonne what happened in Alexandria with uh, Sadiq being killed. Uh, Luke puts his super weapon down for some reason, and he finds a book yeah. about Rachmaninoff, who he was just talking about loving. Yeah. A walker grabs his leg silently. The walker makes no noise. I know, no noise. I'm calling silent walker bullshit right there. Then another walker attacks him from behind. Double silent walker bullshit. <laughs> he calls for help because he can't seem to fight them both off. And uh, the guy we find out is Virgil. Yeah. Uh, kills the one attacking him from behind. Luke thanks him. The guy runs off. And leaves his bag, leaves everything. He left his backpack. He left everything there. Uh, and then uh, he eventually gets the guy off his leg, the walker. Michonne tells Luke that Sadiq is dead. And they have to get to Oceanside and back home right away to deal with the problem. Yeah. Uh, Father Gabriel presides over Sadiq's funeral. There's lots of people at the funeral. I have no idea who they are. They're just extras. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of people I didn't know. Rosita's sitting on the ground by his grave the same way she did when Abraham was killed. Spoiler, Abraham's dead. Oh, uh, yeah. Carol goes over to talk to Ezekiel, finally. And Ezekiel says, uh, Sadiq was one of those people that I, I thought would live forever. He asks if she needs help with the herd. She says no. She says, everything else okay? And uh, he looks like he's in pain at the thought of answering her. And he says, uh, listen, good luck. He still doesn't say anything. He's got a big God. giant thing on his neck. Just say it. Rosita is outside the gates for some reason. A bunch of walkers are out there. One of them is wearing a construction hard hat. Uh, she puts on some brass knuckles with spikes. Damn. Starts punching them in the head. Um, now, we got a, uh, a tweet. I want to make sure I give proper credit. It was from... Oh, Ben Gonzalez, Benzino underscore 116. I'm going to have to call uh, BS on that zombie trying to use his helmet to go through the wall. How does he know he has a helmet on? It's a great question. Yep. Calling Walker zombie uh, helmet bullshit. So there's that. Uh, anyway, Rosita needed help fighting the walkers. She's not at full strength. And Eugene came out of nowhere and saved her. She got her, like, PTSD. Right. She froze. And Eugene saved her, and it was, like, uh, awkward, like, okay, gotta go. He's like, go. well, I'm gonna le have a safe trip. He goes, well, actually, I'm the one leaving. Uh, right. Okay, bye. Yeah, he's still uh, nervous around her, yeah. even though he has a girlfriend on the radio now. <laughs> yeah. Father Gabriel's watching a video of him questioning Dante, asking him what he was before. He says he was a doctor. He says, how long did you know the people you came in here with? Mm -hmm. And on the video, he says, I lost track, I lost track of time. It's been months. So... Uh, possibly, if he's telling the truth, he was with those people for months before he, before he got them to them go over to over. Alexandria. Okay. He says, they saved my life. Father Gabriel says, have you ever killed anyone? He says, only someone who tried to kill my son, but the walkers got Jimmy in the end anyway. I feel like Jimmy's the name you make up as fake. 
Uh, yeah, Jimmy. Oh, I got Jimmy. Little Jimmy. I feel like that whole story is Little fake. Johnny. Uh, Father Gabriel starts crying. He's trying to figure out what he missed. What yeah. What didn't I see? Because he seemed legit coming in there. Yeah. Rosita goes to visit Father Gabriel, and she's like, I, 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 I froze, and... Uh, I don't understand. I, I'm afraid of walkers. I might. He was not listening. And to he her. was like, "Yeah, well, I got my own problems." He's totally. like, "Yeah, well, so you froze, right?" Yeah, and what? He's like, "I." He was like talking to a wall. He wasn't right. very nice either. I'm trying to move past this. I'm trying to figure out how I messed up. Why did Lydia recognize Dante? I got a lot going on. Yeah. Go go with your own problems, Rosita. <laughs> uh, this scene I feel like was a one of those. It's setting up something. Aaron was sitting with his daughter, Gracie. Oh, yeah, this was... Yeah, this made me uncomfortable. Right, so she's about the same age as Judith. Yeah. But not quite as badass. She's probably a year or two younger. She's naming state capitals and looking at license plates. By the way, she had shoes on, kid-size shoes. Yeah. Where are they getting kid-size shoes? Off dead little walkers. Kids need kids. new shoes like every year. I, yeah, Sometimes that's more. True. Where are they getting them? Yeah. There's no kids, dead kids, dead walkers. I don't you know. You never see dead kid, kid walkers. Why no, not? you don't. That's creepy. Right. Because... They're probably there, but we just don't see it. I know in the first episode, there was a little girl with a, with a little doll. I understand it was a kid walker. They're yeah. like, what about the first episode? By the way, I don't think they ever explained that. Was oh, that, how she picked up the thing and was like aware? Well, first of all, how was she aware? But second of all, it was it was out of sequence. It was. It was a, It was strange. He was never in a parking lot with a with a walker kid. Like a gas station? Right. He was never there. He, he answered the call. He was in the car. He got shot. He was in a coma. Came out of the hospital. So they never showed that. That like, was, what th- was that, that scene was out of context. So I don't know if that's ever been explained. I have to Google it. Don't yeah. tweet me. I'll Google don't it. Don't tweet me. Okay. Don't, we'll look it up. You'll look it up. And I've seen that episode like ten times. Ten too. years later, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> ten years later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So uh, I think like maybe Gracie's gonna die. Oof. Like, yeah. I hope you not. know, it was a really sweet scene, but I'm like, I'm <laughs> uncomfortable because this is a sweet scene and someone's gonna die. Aaron did talk about his experience in California and a village uh, and some natives. I don't know if he, if he specifically said Native Americans. I thought he said Native. But there were people on YouTube who were like wondering if like if that was Walker's tribe from fear. If maybe there's a, like a hint, like a tease. It was a very specific description. Yeah. A man I was in love with, we were in love, and there was Natives and like this. And I'm like, ee, why are we getting right. so much detail? So I'm wondering if that was a fear crossover we're not aware of. Uh, Michonne and the gang arrive at Oceanside. They warn Cindy about possible infiltrators. Uh, all she says, although I'm not sure Alpha knows that much about Oceanside, oh, well, ex- except uh, they did find the mask there. Yes, they right? did. Yeah, in the first episode. Uh, she says uh, Dante was there before the fire, so don't use that as a timeline. Like, don't assume that after the fire is when anyone would have infiltrated you. Okay. Because Dante was here before the fire. Oh, yeah, they did say that. Right. She said, so be careful. Whatever process you're using to vet new people, put a different one in place. Yep. Uh, people from Oceanside are dragging Virgil into the village. They're they're peppering him with questions. They think he might be a whisperer. He was trying to take a boat. Uh, Michonne pulls out her sword and says he had better answer the questions. And he's like, I'm just trying to get back to my family. And Luke says, hey, that's the guy who saved my life. An ocean woman says, he's also the guy that's been messing with the security systems. And we've hung men for less. Luke says he's not a whisperer. He had a picture of his family. He was there collecting books. Yeah. And Michonne says, we no longer know what a whisperer looks like. That's true. Because of Dante. 
Then all of a sudden, walkers start coming out of nowhere into the village. I thought they had a warning system. What happened to the warning system? Well, or did or, or was or that what they were talking a, about? That's that Virgil, Virgil messed, messed up, up yeah. the security. So here they are. Yeah, all right. They start killing the walkers. There's a lot of them. Uh, Michonne, for some reason, turns around and screams for Judith. I got to know her. Where's Judith? Because I think it happened so fast, and then she didn't know where she was. Right, but thanks to trailer guy, we already know that she Judith trips, yeah. trips Virgil and cuts his his ankle, cuts his, his leg. Yeah. Or whatever. So fuck you, trailer guy. <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute. We had another. Uh, what was the other one? Oh, uh, Benjamin Mercado asks: Are there any bald whispers? Why do they all have long, stringy hair? I, I don't know. Well, it's a great question. Just the mass have long, stringy hair. Right, but they're not skinning any bald people, is is what the point was. Oh, I just, well, because uh, I think a bald whisperer, you know, when you have the hair hanging in front, it's less likely to tell you a real human in there. Right, I think they go they it's go for the long hair. It's more of a cover up. Yeah, they just want a, more of a yeah. cover up. Father Gabriel goes to visit Dante in the jail cell. Uh, he asks if he even had. Did you even have a son? Yeah. And then uh, Dante says, "Why does that matter?" Father Gabriel says, "I suppose you would like me never to trust anyone else again." Is that what you're here to do, to shake us up? That we can't trust anyone? And he opens the door to the cell and walks in. Dante says, look what we did to this world. Do you think we deserve a second chance? Father Gabriel says, uh, you know, we, we, we treated you like a brother. And he goes, and this family will never be the same. Uh, Sadiq was, was family to us. He said he was like my brother. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. That Sadiq was his brother. His daughter will never know him. Maybe I didn't protect him enough. I don't know. I haven't always been brave. Because, but we deserve a second chance. He says, I don't know if we if we get one or not, but we definitely deserve a second chance. And then at this point, you're like, oh, he's going to give Dante a second chance. I don't know. He had a look in his eye. Yeah. He takes but out the knife. Dante had no fear. Dante had no fear. and so, so He's like a, a priest walking, and I'm fine. Like. Right. Father Gabriel, out of character, takes out a knife oh. and stabs the shit out of Dante. It was freaking awesome. Explicit. I, re- I rewound it two times to watch it over he again. He stabbed him over and over it and was, over and over again. Like, I'm like, yes! Then, of course, Father Gabriel starts crying when he realizes what he did. He sees the blood on his hands. Uh, you know what? It had to be done. I loved yeah. it. Loved it. Now, at that point, did he prove Dante right, that there's no hope for these people? I, who, I don't even care. I just was so happy that he finally did this. Yeah. All right, right, we'll finish up the uh, the recap uh, right after this. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam, Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. Uh, Let's get back to it. Father Gabriel comes out of the prison basement with his hands covered in blood. Rosita saw him from the window. Yeah, she did. She didn't seem upset about it. Uh, she knew what he did, and she was okay with it. Right. Daryl, Carol, and Aaron run into uh, Jerry, Connie, Kelly, and Magna. Basically, Jerry. the Magna's group without uh, Luke. Magna's yeah. pissed. She says, I want to screw these freaks. Let's go. <laughs> they cross the border. Oh, man. Yep. I knew this was like, shit, this is not good. And then uh, the next thing, I was having a heart attack. Daryl stops Carol from stepping in a bear trap. He says, look, I know you want Alpha dead so badly, you don't seem to care what happens to you. Ever since you came off that boat, you're like, a, it's like talking to a ghost. Daryl says, Alpha's not worth it. She's a dead woman anyway. We have a future. Don't let her take that too. He's like, hey, get your priorities straight, Carol. Snap out of it. Father Gabriel and Rosita are burning something in a bunch of sticks. I wonder what that uh, could be. Dante's body, I'm assuming. <laughs> That's what I thought. Uh, they should have put his head on a spike. On a pike, left it on a out there to find. Like we found Dante, and we killed him. That would have been. They should have done. They should have done. You always come up with better ideas in the show. Thank you. I just want to say that. I appreciate that. Uh, Virgil is completely tied up. He tells Judith that the book in his bag is for his daughter because she's reading the book. Michelle says, uh, "What are you really doing here?" He says, "He says, you know, your daughter's like a demon with that sword." <laughs> like mother, like daughter. Like, yep. <laughs> He's like, I left home for supplies. I just want to get back home. Michonne says, why'd you help Luke? He said, I just needed, because I, I needed to help him. I'm glad I helped him. He said, mercy is in short supply these days. I don't expect it. I don't deserve it. Then Michelle gets, Michonne gets all uh, contemplative and says it reminds her of something a friend of hers used to say. Rick. Yeah. My mercy prevails over my wrath. Rick. And she starts crying. She really started crying. Yeah. I'm like, oof. If she, he was a bad guy, I was like, man, he got her at a weak moment. Right. She says, if you're just trying to get home, just tell me where it is. And he says, I can't. That's where my family is. And and in a way, I get Michonne's point. Like, where'd you come from? Tell me where you're from. Right. But in a way, I get like, no, right. I can't tell you. This is where my family is. I have to keep them safe. Right. So it's, I get, I see both yeah. sides there. He says, I live on an island in the sound. It's hard to find. It's fortified. And, uh, I didn't mean to break in here, but I needed a boat. I want to get home. So how did he get there? She says, you're not going anywhere until I figure things out. He says, you have enemies to fight. Maybe we can help each other out. I have big weapons that you could take uh, You could take out the whole herd. If he's telling the truth. Right. Michonne says, it would have to be me, just me, taking that kind of risk. Jeez. She says, uh, I should be with you, um, but I also should be with everyone else. And Judith says... But if this could end the war, you should go. Michonne says, I have to find out. So uh, I'm like, is this how she's leaving the show? She's just going to get on the boat? That's what I thought, because what else could it be? Because they're not going to kill her off and make RJ right. and Judith Well, we don't, we don't know what they're going to do. Judith says, look, you have to do it. 
we can't trust we can't, anyone else. And we can't lose anymore. I feel people. like you could trust Magna to go or Yumiko. Like someone else could have go. I feel like Yumiko's super strong now. I feel like like that team. Right. Uh, at Jessica Janica says Michonne is going with a man she just met to an island and Judith is cool with it. I can't even leave the house for an hour without hearing mommy don't go. <laughs> That's fair. It is true. She's like, well, I'll just go hop on this boat with you and go to this island you supposedly are talking about. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Daryl's group comes to the valley where Gamma said the herd was. There's no herd there. Daryl walks off pissed and Aaron says they were protecting this area with traps for some reason. Daryl says years ago they could have been put there. We don't know. Daryl says, we got to go find Lydia. Let's go. And Aaron tells Carol, Aaron tells Carol, I wasn't wrong about this. This is where she said. Aaron is convinced that Gamma didn't lie. And I don't, you know. All right. I'm going to break down a couple of theories. I need to know. On what happened there. But we'll get, we'll get to that. Okay. Michonne tells Virgil, I'll negotiate with Rachel. And whatever happens, whatever weapons, rather, uh, you have will be uh, enough to pay off your debt. And I'll come back on the boat. Virgil says it can't be that simple. Michonne says, just say thank you. If I were him, to be like, wait, it's that easy? Hold on. <laughs> they shake hands, and apparently now they're all friends. Oh, Michonne boy. tells everybody, go back to Alexandria and Hilltop. I'll be back in a couple of days. She tells, she tells Scott, uh, keep Judith safe. So clearly, based on the fact that we see the scene where they're like warning Oceanside about a possible traitor, mm-hmm. there's clearly a traitor at Oceanside. Yeah. And I think I know who it is. It's Luke's girlfriend. What's her name again? Jenny? Yeah. I think that's her name. Because once you point someone out... Yeah, and like he made a special trip left his group to go visit her. But here's the thing. I know this isn't going to sound right. She's hot. I feel <laughs> like to maintain that hotness, yeah. you can't have been eating bugs living in the woods. Yeah. Now, Lydia's attractive for her age. Yeah, she is. But she's a kid, and I think her mom took care of her. Like, I, I, like Dante, I don't know how long he was a whisperer. They don't really tell you that. Yeah. But he was a little heavy set with a beard. Like, he was, you know, but this girl is hot. Yeah, Maggie was hot. Did she, did she, well, Maggie's hot because, you know. She's Maggie. But she's not a whisperer. No, she's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. All right. Michonne tells Judith, I'm only a walkie-talkie away if you need anything. Well, you don't know how far you're going. You go out on a boat to an island. She's like, check in every hour. I'm like, are you really enough service, honey? Your walkie-talkie's not going to work. <laughs> anyway, Michonne, uh, uh, okay, so Virgil and Michonne are out, all of a sudden out on the water. At this point, I'm wondering if Virgil is as nice as he appears to be. Like, what's the deal yeah, with Virgil? Yeah, I was getting, I didn't know what to think. Carol says Lydia would have gone down the river this way. They're going to look for, for Lydia. Yeah. Right? And then Carol sees something. She walks off on her own like she's she's on her, like she's like, what, what's over there? Yeah. It's Alpha who smirks at her. Oh my Carol God, this runs, was freaking me out, this scene. I was like screaming. Carol runs right towards Alpha Jeez. and everyone follows. Alpha runs into, the, uh, into this cave. Uh... Carol runs after her. The others are delayed by walkers, of course. Yeah, of course. Right? Walkers come out of nowhere. They all run into the cave. Daryl goes in with his knives drawn. He goes last. They all end up on a ledge inside of a giant cave filled with walkers. So what happened What happened was, it looks like there was a ledge. Yeah. And they all rolled down the ledge and landed on a platform. Yeah. Because that's why they can't just run out. They can't get back yeah, up to that ledge. Yeah, they can't get back up. But if Daryl was a, a minute behind them, why wouldn't they yell, Daryl, don't fall yeah, down Darryl, the ledge? Yeah, Daryl, watch out. Help us out. All right, let's talk about some of the scenes, and I'll give you my theory, and then we'll uh, wrap this puppy up. Uh, scenes for uh, the second half of the year, of the season. Gamma tells Alexandria that the people that were sent out are trapped in a cave, uh, and, Alpha, and, and, and uh, where Alpha's keeping the horde in yeah, the cave. Yeah, now, now she's telling the truth. Uh, 
Michonne is on a much larger boat than we saw her initially. Uh, Beta's walking towards a giant camper. He goes in the camper. He must open up a floor panel and drops down into a cave. Crazy. The cave is an underground tunnel yeah. somewhere. A whisperer is standing by the crib with Coco. Ugh. Rosita's in the next room. I don't room. like this at all. I don't like it at all. It, it looks like out. the whisperer's going to stab the baby. Oh. She goes running in with a bat or some kind of Something. sword, and we don't know if he gets her in time because it I, looks like she doesn't. It, that scene creeped me out. But we don't know if it's a dream sequence or not. Oh, that very well could be. They like to do that too. Alpha's much. leading a group of whisperers. Alpha says that, uh, says that, uh, tells Gamma that uh, we're being watched, and Negan says there's a spy in your camp. Um, now you see Daryl on a rock surrounded by walkers. He tells Carol, I can't turn my back on you for a second. So those are out of order. Uh, three walkers walking down the, the, uh, down the road. Michonne comes up behind them and kills them. This looks like a flashback. Yeah. Remember when we first saw Michonne? She had those two slaves. Oh with, yeah. With by no the chain. arms. Yep, right. Yep. Yep. So in this scene, she has her dreads back and she has a chain in her hand. So I think we're going to see. That's got to be a flashback. Flashback old school Something Michonne. Of her, her leaving or something. Right. Uh, Daryl pulls out two knives inside of Alexandria, so we know he gets out of the cave. Yeah. Thanks, trailer uh, guy. <laughs> there are people running with weapons and fighting in Alexandria, so clearly the Whisperers are in Alexandria. Oh, shit. My guess is they came in through the tunnel that we saw Some Beta underground in. tunnel, yeah. Aaron is screaming into a small hole in the rock wall. Uh, it looks like uh, they're trying to see if they can get out if there's oxygen. Uh, Aaron's leading... A, oh, so uh, it looks like Jerry might be stuck Trying to crawl. I know it looked like he was too big to get out or something, and I'm like, oh my god, tell me this is when Jerry dies and they rip his the fat off. guy's gonna get stuck in yes, a hole. Yes, that's exactly my thought. Right. I'm scared. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, don't and like then it. he screams like he's in pain. Shit. I I got upset. Like I they did can't too. kill. First of all, don't show me in the trailer that. I, I hope that's a fake out. I hope so too. I hope that's a fake out. So we have we have a, a bunch of news to go over. And there's a, a few more scenes. I want to finish it over, but uh, let's just take care of one more uh, little break here, okay. and then we'll finish up. Here we go. Hey, this is Cooper Andrews, Jerry from The Walking Dead, and you are listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. 
So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. All right. Uh, Beta is in someone's house with a knife in Alexandria. Uh, Aaron's leading a large group of people at Hilltop with those metal shields from the beach from season yep. the first episode. So it looks like there's there's going to be a, 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 f- a war. war. Michonne is terrified of something from, from uh, wherever she is on the boat. Father Gabriel and Scott and some others are firing guns at walkers and whispers. Uh, Negan is shirtless, like he's going through some kind of ceremony. Mm-hmm. King Ezekiel is either reproposing or kneeling down to show Carol his scar. We don't know if he's proposing to her or he's like, look at my neck. He's probably like, look at my neck. Probably. That's what I think. Uh, so I so I wrote, F you trailer guy. Now we know they get out. But they don't <laughs> yeah. show Jerry. I know. Well, it looked like Jerry got stuck. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the hilltop looks like uh, the whispers are there with a horde of walkers. Judith gives Daryl his vest back. She sewed on another wing. Did you see that? Oh. How cool Judith. is that? Uh, the whispers are shooting flaming arrows over the walls. Daryl gives a speech about fighting for revenge. Revenge for what? The pikes, or did something happen? Michonne is wearing a hood uh, on a sweater. Looks like uh, she's sneaking around somewhere. Is Eugene is about to kiss Rosita. His eyes are closed and she's smiling. What? what? Is this a dream sequence? We don't know. Oh, no, I want it to be real. Uh, they again show Rosita running into the room to try to save her baby. Again, we don't know if that happened or not. Uh, Alpha has her neck completely covered in blood and some blood on her face. Like either she got punched or we don't know. We don't know what she did. I wonder if they want us to think this is a moment from the comic books. That's all I'll say. Okay. The Walking Dead returns February 23rd. <laughs> Talking Dead did a poll. Do you think Dante got what he deserved? 99% said yes. Who's the 1% that I, said I no? I love when Chris Hardwick's like, who's the 1% out there yeah. that is like... <laughs> Was Carol right to fall into the... Uh, no. To follow her into the cave? 90% said no. 10% said yes. No, she Stupid. Wasn't. Uh... Seth Gilliam said he was at a dead a death dinner for someone who dies later in the season. So people were speculating that he gave away the Jerry thing. But he didn't give away anything. Somebody dies. That's all we know. Well, it could very, have been Alpha. It could be Alpha dying. We don't it, know. We don't know who. Could be know. anybody. Could be anybody. All right. So a couple of things, and I'll get to my theory. Uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond is the name of the spinoff. Yes. The second spinoff. Uh, Julia Ormond, the famous actress, plays what looks like to be their leader. Uh, CRM, just a reminder, the Commonwealth, Monument, and whatever the third uh, area is. is yeah. Monument is where this show takes place. Uh, Michonne, according to Angela Kang, uh, there's going to be some stuff that we introduce with her and Virgil. Very interesting, intrigue in her hmm. story. I hope we've done right by her. I think she's absolutely brilliant. That's about as much as I can okay. say. Uh, let's see. Executive producer Dennis, Denise Huth. Huth. She says, uh, you'll be left with just as many questions as you were by the sudden disappearance of Andrew Lincoln. Rick oh, no. oh, no. So if you're left with questions, that oh. sounds to me like she's not dying. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's going to be that. Uh, she says, I know Angela and the writers spent a lot of time discussing in the buildup to the season. It's tricky. It's a very difficult thing to do. I think it's going to be great. I think it'll ultimately be satisfying and also raise a whole bunch of other questions. So look for Virgil to be a key. Okay. People are saying because he's on a military base, right? He said it was a fortified yeah. island, mm-hmm. right? 
By the way, the island that they're on in real life is really in the harbor, uh, in the Baltimore Harbor. Interesting. In the Virginia, uh, Maryland Harbor. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, the flashback to Michonne. It says it looks like uh, it takes place somewhere between seasons two and three. Right? So she was in the finale episode of season two. Okay. The saying so that it looks like from that time period based that, on what she's wearing. The, okay. Right? Uh, okay. So the question was, who played who? In other words, where was the herd? Who lied to who? Mm. So there's one theory that Gamma lied to Aaron, that the whole thing about taking the mask off and wanting her daughter was setting Aaron up and making them go to there to that place and then see Alpha, and she'd lead them into a trap. Could be. So is Gamma the bad person, right? But she was mad at Alpha for lying about Lydia. But Dante knew she lied about Lydia, and he still killed Sadiq. Yeah, Okay. True. Uh, So that's one theory. The other theory is, did Alpha sell out Gamma? Did Alpha know Gamma was going to rat her out? Was going to, would crumble. And lie about the location of the walkers. Could and be. lie to Gamma and say, oh, they're in that valley. Knowing that if they showed up, then Gamma's a spy, turns a traitor now, right? Yeah. And she'd get to trap them. If they don't show up, she knows Gamma's loyal. Yeah. So that's what we're going to have to find out. She already knew Gamma had weaknesses with Aaron. Is Gamma a brilliant actress and lied it could really go either way. Yeah. So that's that's the dispute. Which way is it? You can tweet us. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Which way to go there. So uh, I can't wait for February 23rd. It can't come sooner. This is my one of the most depressing times of year. Yeah, because now we've got most of December, January. In fact, we have to figure out like, what we're going to do with the podcast. Long. We do have a couple of weeks off in December. Yeah, we do have two or three weeks off. Yeah. But- Two or three. That's two. two, two yeah. So we'll two. we'll probably do it. Maybe uh, take a week off. Do an episode. Take a week off. Okay. If there's a lot of news breaking, we'll do it. We'll do an update. So we'll definitely be here. Yeah. Yeah. We got Jingle Ball coming up here in New York and other cities where we have to go for the morning show. So we we had a busy schedule. You'll be busy. I'm going to Philadelphia for the Q102 Jingle Ball. Oh wow. Yeah. So we have a lot. We're going you have going a lot on. going on. Yeah, going on. And I got this cold. <laughs> I know. By the way, I, I apologize. I know a couple of times I sniffled in a little bit. It's okay. I'm not going to edit it those happens. out. I don't. Have, I don't have the strength. No. So it's all right. fine. All right, so it's December? Yes. That doesn't matter. Even though it's the holiday season, (laughs) it's still time. What time is it? It's It's time time to to shut shut this shit shit down. down. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship. 
with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fairs. Discover more at viking.com.